Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Hi there. You guys have probably not heard from me or seen an episode of this podcast in two weeks, I believe. But I remember I made a promise a while back that if I'm feeling a shitty way, I have no right to then put a, put on a microphone and speak to the people that listen to this podcast and just spew negativity. So I decided to pull back and um, I might not be feeling as great as I, I, I could have been or I should have been, but I do know all the negative um, thoughts I, I was harboring for quite a couple of days and whatsoever have subsided, but I do know I still have like a pit I want to fill. So maybe this is this episode is going to be some sort of journaling that I could do, you know. Um, before we get into that, hello. If this is your first time clicking on this podcast or this episode, my name is Tommy Diary and I'm the host of this podcast, Three Therapy. Not that all that shenanigans out the way. Hi guys, so I'm drinking coffee again. Today we're drinking French vanilla with almond milk. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me saying in a couple episodes back that I was going to get matcha from the Emma Chamberlain um, company, the coffee company. So I did. I got this um, mango-flavored matcha. And let me tell you guys the best recipe that I've discovered. Well, not by myself. I just saw it online somewhere. But basically, you get your matcha, right? Whatever kind of matcha it is. You get your matcha and you put honey, maple syrup, whatever kind of syrup you have. I only had um, pancake syrup. And it kind of worked. So I had this whole thing where I was looking online to see if maple syrup and pancake syrup were the same thing. And I think they are. I might, I just might be very dumb. That might be the case. But anyway, so I use pancake syrup. So if you have maple syrup or honey or whatever the case might be, go for it. Anyway, syrup, cinnamon, like a dash or half a tablespoon of cinnamon. You mix that together, you know, with hot water. Put your eyes, put your milk of choice. I take almond milk, and boom, amazing, amazing, it was just great, great, I actually, I had that last night actually as well, before bed, but let me tell you guys what the fuck happened, so I went to go pee, because I was watching House of Dragons, and I was trying to get back on like this comfortable position I was in on my couch, and as I'm, you know, like trying to do that, I have this like blanket on my couch, that was decor for a long time until I started using it as an actual blanket, just FYI. And I kind of like put the blanket on the cup and it didn't end there. So like I'm trying to like still move around and I drag it and it just like spills on my side table, on my couch, on the floor. I was so upset. And it was like mid episode. So I had to get up, clean everything before it dried and got sticky. And um, my room doesn't smell like matcha anymore, actually. It was yesterday, but here we are. Anyway, I digress. I've been. I don't want to say in a bit of a funk. I'm not sure if that's what this is. But it's one of those situations where I, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be like a lot of different things. I'm going to just start from anywhere. So I watched the um, Jeffrey Dahmer um, Netflix series that, you know, Evan Peters portrayed and um, Nisi Natra's in there and a couple other people. So I watched that show. And let me tell you guys, I was mortified. 
And I thought I was a true crime girly. Like, I thought I was someone who enjoyed true crime because I, I listened to, like, a couple podcasts and... And then I realized the podcast I actually used to listen to didn't hold the same weight as what I watched because the podcast I listened to were like, oh, maybe Jonathan scammed his wife. He had a different family in another state and he was going back and forth between two families and one found out. So he, you know, some, I mean, those are bad as well, but like something like that. But like I watched this and it was, I don't want to say it was like the same portrayal, but I guess they took information from where they could and testimonies and they use it to make the series so i watched this show and i can say that this is the first show that i've ever watched in my entire life that's has made me have sleepless nights to and it's been almost maybe a week and a half almost two weeks since i watched this and when i'm like going to take a shower or just walking in my corridor or something i'm scared of the dark dark which never happens. I've never been scared of the dark since I was a kid till now. And I, I'm not going to rehash what I watched, but if you just like a brief summary for those who don't know, Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer in the 90s who killed over like 30 people. Um, he was a gay man as well. And he targeted mostly people of color, right? And, um, you know, the story goes on. There's a psychological part to it as well that studies have shown. Not to justify, but just to kind of um, add to what the case was. But we're not, we're not going to get into that today. So, I was mortified for a couple of reasons. One is because this was someone who was living where he was. And people complained about a lot of things. I'm trying not to get into the show as much as possible because I don't want to trigger anyone, right? But basically... He was a white man who the system overlooked the bullshit he did because he was a white man. So white privilege, right? And I watched that and let me tell you guys something. Because I'm someone who I know that I could be bored or I could just be feeling reckless and the next thing I might want to do is look for companionship elsewhere and look for some kind of easy comfort or just look for a way to get my nod off with another human being. And this is in no way... So I'm not really someone who likes to use families or people's tragedy as a lesson. However, I will say there there were some actual lessons I have learned so far from watching that show and just reading on the, you know, the history and everything that happened in real life. But I've been mortified to even try to find companionship elsewhere, like from strangers or people I don't know. And I'm going to be fully transparent. Just this morning, um, I woke up and I was reading my book. And mind you, I have shit I need to get done. I have shit I need to do. But I thought, mm, who can I call to to fucking, you know, get like an, an hour worth of kissing from? Or you, you know what I mean? And the next thing that came into my mind is like, I'm scrolling. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, you never know who the next... Jeffrey Dahmer could be. This person could attack you and want to strangle you and throw in your clothes there. You never know what can happen. And it's like, you're at the mercy of that already because, like, of just where you live. You never know what can happen. You never know who's lurking around or looking around or whatever the case might be, right? And I'm scrolling. And I remember, um, if you guys remember in the last episode, I talked about... 
um, some things in my permanent rule book, and I talked about hookups, right? The hookup I had on someone was talking and everything. I remember I did, I did I did that episode before I watched the show, so now I'm scrolling on Grinder, whatever the case might be. And the thing about Grinder is this is level to blame them or whatever because I mean, cool money, but like they make it so easy, they make it a lot easier to re-download the app and make your profile than it is to delete. I'm not shaming them. I'm not calling them out. I'm actually calling myself out. Because I've, there's a number of times that I've said, yeah, I'm done with this. Because the thing is, this is the crazy thing about the hookup culture, which I don't want to get into today. But you already know. So, like, for those who don't understand how these apps work, I'm in a certain proximity. And that app can only go as far as it can go, right? Cool. I live where I live. So, let's say the app can only go, let's just say, 15 miles um, radius. I've been on this app a lot of times and I see the same people. It's not, no one new is popping up. Unless like on a rare occasion where it's like someone from out of town who five, ten out of ten might not be my type. Or I might, I might not be their type anyway. So it's a, it's a guessing game. So I've seen how it works. But it's like, I might be horny in the moment and I'm, not just go, I'm just going there again and again to think, okay, maybe today might be my lucky day. And... I personally have kind of told myself, like, I don't want to keep... So I really hate embarrassment. And I've kind of made it up to myself that, like, I don't want to keep putting myself in positions as to where I make a fool of myself and make a mockery of myself and my person. I try my best not to do that anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to get out of that habit. And watching that show kind of has put it in me because, like, maybe I'm getting somewhere like, no, you never know. What can happen? You never know who could be looking around or whatever the case may be, right? So that's just one thing. So watching this show has kind of made me paranoid. That's the word I'm going to use. Has made me paranoid. As to what might be out there. And what might, you know, might have always been out there. You know what I mean? Who, who knows? You never really know. So, um... That's just one thing. Another thing that's been on my mind lately is I've been trying to figure out, and this might all sound like recycled conversation. So if it is, um, I really apologize. I really have nothing to, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> but um, I've been trying to figure out who am I? And that is such a niche question, I know. But what I mean is... <clears throat> Strip away what people expect you to be. Strip away what people expect from you. Strip away what you think you're supposed to achieve in the world. Who am I on a day-to-day? So for the past couple of days or weeks, whatever the case might be, I've just been going to work, coming back, doing the same thing over and over. And I wanted to take a moment to kind of sit down and be like, okay, hold on. When you strip off having to do this because maybe you sign a contract to work and you kind of have to do that and you have to pay your bills, what exactly am I that makes me hone into myself? Because you can do so many days at work, but sometimes you might need you might need a day to kind of like be back in yourself and get back into yourself and just like get back in the groove and understand what's going on. You know what I mean? So I've been trying to figure that out and it's kind of been hurting me because well not hurting in a bad way but like it might have been a bad way but 
every time I think that far, it's always blank. And it just kind of makes me wonder because at the same time, in the same breath as well, and I've said this before on previous episodes, I'm going to keep saying this, I'm in no rush or in no hurry. Like, I'm not rushing anywhere. Is it kind of demoralizing sometimes when I see someone who I might have drawn inspiration from or grown up with or whatever being ahead of me in life? Absolutely. But I say it again that I'm in no rush to kind of do whatever. And it's a very conflicting conversation, I want to say, because most times you might be stagnant and you might A, think, okay, maybe it's just not my time yet. Or maybe today's my filler episode and I'm not the main character today. And some of the times it's like, B, you're not doing enough. And I've had those thoughts and those opinions about myself. It's like, okay, what, and I, I've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like, I think about it day to day. It's like, what did I do today to benefit myself and my life and my future? And when in retrospect, I look at it and I, I maybe didn't do anything. It kind of hurts me a little bit because it's like, so what exactly are we doing? You've worked for this company that pays your bills great. And we've seen a lot of like capitalists and rich people, you know, in the 1% that say, you know, the job that pays your bills might not be the job that sustains your life because yes, it's paying your bills, but what else are you doing? And I remember, I know I try, because I said it before, I'm a very lazy person to an extent. I'm lazy unless I just want to get up and going. I can be very lazy, but... When I try to figure out what exactly I'm doing to benefit my future, if you if you told me to write it down, I'm not sure. Sometimes I give myself a pat on the back. It's like, you know what? You're building your mental walls and your mental health and your mental capabilities and everything. That's cute. That's great. I mean, that's going to help in the long run because you kind of need the stability and the stamina to kind of face all the bullshit that you're inevitably going to face in the future. But like, what am I doing now? And I, let me tell you guys what I did or what I didn't do, right? I'm not trying to get ahead of myself and do everything when I'm not even sure what everything for me is supposed to be. So one thing I know for sure that I've been trying to tackle now is I'm paying my credit card off. That shit needs to be paid off as soon as possible. It's almost, I mean, when October, the year's almost done. So remember, I said I was planning a trip, um, like, two episodes ago or whatever, right? I had to cancel the trip, not by anyone's um, persuasion, but I sat down and I was journaling, actual writing this time on the podcast, right? And I was journaling and I was thinking to myself, you're going to go on this trip. It's going to be fun, and you're going to come back and you're going to have less more money and more debt in your account. How about we face this first and these friends that are there to go on this trip will still be there. And that's another segue as well because it's like, I want to live this life that, you know, I'm having fun with my friends. And, but at the same time, I remember, bless her, my mom always told me that sometimes you might be smiling and kicking, but everyone knows what they face when they get home. And I could be a testament of that because I've gone okay, I've traveled, I've gone on how many trips this year? Uh four trips. If you tell me to count how many of those trips benefited my life and my bank account, I could not tell you. 
And out of those four trips, I probably came back around two or three with more debt than I did when I was leaving. Because, I mean, let's talk about the pretty pretty things, right? Talk about going to the airports, packing, um, you know, preparing your apartment from where you get back from your trip and everything, right? But I remember the one trip I went for and taking an Uber from my house to the airport was like, what, $20? But then coming back from the airport was like almost $150 because first of all, it's like midnight. So like everyone's going to, you know, the surges are going to be up. Everyone's at the airport trying to get a ride home and everything. I mean, trips after that, I learned to park my car at the airports and then I would still have to pay for parking and everything. And then my car got fucked up and, you know, something was always happening. So I kind of had to tell myself, how about we pay off this credit card first and then see what happens after that? Because I know for sure that when I pay off this credit card, I probably wouldn't be the happiest person in the world because it's like, you know, okay, this is done. What else are we going to do in life now? What else are we going to do to, you know, to, to up our game? And I listened to a podcast um, the other week and someone was talking about how as human beings, we never know how to... Isn't it funny how, like, when you're trying to generalize something that only you might be feeling? So I don't want to generalize it, but I know I, as a person anyway, I don't know how to sit in the now and be like, hmm, yes, today I did this and I'm so proud of myself and that's it for today. I don't know how to do that. So it's like, okay, I did class today and maybe I just did 30 more minutes of work than I did yesterday. And it's like, okay, tomorrow, maybe, maybe we need to do two hours more kind of thing. And I'm always thinking of the next thing. So even right now, I'm talking about my credit card. I'm trying to think of what happens after I'm done paying my credit card. And it's like, I don't even, I'm not even, I haven't paid it off yet. I mean, I'm on the way there. It's going to be done. It's almost done. I haven't done that yet, but I'm, th- I'm thinking of what's going to happen next. And I'm trying to bring myself back. And what's the word? Put everything in perspective. And kind of give myself an open mind because I watched a video yesterday and um, they were talking about a study that people made, right? They're always making studies these days, actually, which is quite interesting. Well, they were talking about a study. And in this study, they asked, I guess, older people who are like retirement homes, what they regretted from their, well, not past lives, but like their lives as a whole. And their answers were like, you know, maybe they regretted, like, working too hard. Or they regretted not, again, sitting in the now and appreciating the, you know, the even the smaller moments. You know, a, a lot of d- different answers, right? And I had to take a le- Again, I try not to take a lesson from, like, someone's, like, demise or everything, but sometimes there I- there is genuinely a lesson to be learned. And... I'm I'm going to give a tip that I think works for me that might not be the greatest tip, so take it with a grain of salt. But sometimes when I'm feeling some kind of way, I kind of look at other people's lives and, okay, okay, say for example, I want to be done with school and there's someone else who's done with school, right? I look at it like this. I have a job. That I might not fully love, let's be honest. That's paying my bills. And again, let's say this. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to draw this out in the in the most sensible way. So I I have a job, pay my bills, school's not done yet, I'm on the way there, and I have some kind of debt I'm paying off, and I want school to be done. 
right? But I'm looking at someone who school's done for them. They have their degree and they're still living at their parents. Not to bash that because I think that's the most accessible thing right now because cost of living is fucking expensive. But they're still living with their parents, not sure what, how or what job they're going to get. Or maybe the degree they got is not enough. So they have to go back for another degree to back it up and get a better job. But they're looking at me like, oh, if I had his job, you know, I was getting this money, I could have been out of my parents' house because my parents are so fucking annoying and, you know, fuck this degree and everything. I've realized that there's this weird cycle because I'm looking at someone's life because they have what I want and I have what they might desire. But at the end of the day, we're all not getting satisfied because we always want something. So what I've tried to learn to pick from that is, I don't know if that made sense saying out loud, but it makes sense in my head. But what I've tried to learn to pick out loud is there's always going to be something that's you might desire from someone or someone's life or whatever. And when I feel, again, like I said, it's bad advice, take it with a grain of salt. But when I feel this kind of way, I try to hold myself in. So for the past two days, I've been off my phone because it's like, okay, let me just be out of touch of reality for a second and sitting myself. And when I did that, I realized that I'm kind of proud of the small things. So it's getting to the end of the year. Everyone's going to do the whole, oh, 2020 so far, right? Cute, whatever. I mean, when I look at what I wrote, just be a bit more transparent, but when I look at what I wrote in my journal at the beginning of the year, I've read a lot more books than I told myself I was going to. I'm proud of myself for that. I've, I mean, maybe that's the only thing I, I could probably list now. Maybe, I mean, whatever cool you know what i mean but again when i was out of touch with reality i kind of just learned to sit with myself and be like it's gonna be fine at the end of the day we're gonna be okay because i'm trying not to i mean this like not in the not literally but like i can't kill myself like i can't like stress myself stress myself out any further you know what i mean i can't i can't keep just keep worrying about the next buck. Just keep... No, I, I'm trying to stop doing that. And I'm just trying to take everything a step at a time. Because at the end of the day, who knows? That's the big question. Who knows? You know what I mean? So I think... That's what's been on my mind lately. I've just been trying to ray myself in and just understand a lot more things and not give myself away to things that I think I might want in the moment. You know what I mean? I don't I, I don't want to live like I've <laughs> I don't want to live in regret any longer. I can't. Like it's not the best feeling. I would rather just be as oblivious or clueless to something then do something that I know I might not like in the end. Because living in regret is not the best thing. And like I said, taking lessons from things that you may, maybe shouldn't take lessons from, but there might be a lesson to learn. I don't want to hook up with someone and then regret, regret it the moment they leave my bedroom. Because that's the feeling that sticks with you. I don't want to chase a life... That, that that I seem attractive from someone, but then I, 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 you know, I just get miserable. And then I look back and I don't have anything to show for it. That's fucking tragic. And 
even though I know sometimes it's like, you know what, when I when people look at me, because I do think about it a lot, when people look at me, what do they see? I have no idea. Because I know sometimes I do try to look at my life through the lens of other people. It's like, I wonder what they see. I wonder if they just see that guy who just keeps hopping from job to job, trying to figure out what his life is going to be, or that guy who keeps asking me for money, or that guy who's always, you know, changing his goals every two months, or that guy who's always depressed and he's always crying about something. I don't know. But when I look into myself, I see someone who's just trying to make shit, shit work. I tried this yesterday. It's not working out. Cool. What's the next move? Because I've... If there's anything I know about myself is I'm going to do something that I know is A, going to give me peace of mind and B, is going to make me a happier version than I was yesterday. That's something I'm always going to do. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I've done a whole lot of rambling, but that's kind of what I wanted to touch on because I, I want to... I mean, this is a thought I knew I was going to say in this podcast anyway, but I wanted to say in the in the least negative way as possible. So when I was recording last week and I was talking, it's like, and I was thinking to myself, if I listen to this, I'm not going to get any positive message out of this. And I kind of, I, I needed to find the positive to outweigh the negative before I could put it out in the world. Because again, I'm trying as much as possible not to like, just be complaining all the time on the podcast. It's like, why is this bitch always complaining? You know what I mean? With that being said, when I did the um, permanent rulebook episode, I thought, why not do a twist and tell you guys things that I regret doing on this episode, right? So that's what we're going to do today. Just give you guys a little... Um, you know, something... I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But when I think of things I regret doing... Huh. Off the top of my head. Hookups. There are a lot of hookups that I regret doing, right? So, I remember this one time, I might have said this before, but there was someone who um, I had contacted a while back. This is like two years after my breakup with my um, ex. And I just needed something. Like I said, I kind of needed to find something to satisfy me at that point in time, not thinking of how I might feel after. So, I contacted this person, and um, the moment they step into my garage, I'm like, fuck. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to feel about this, but I mean, here we are. And uh, again, I, you you know what? Yeah, I did have I had sex with that person multiple times because I just kept trying to fill a void, and the void was never filled, if we're being very honest. And, um, you know, here we are. So I think that's one thing I regret doing. Another thing I do regret doing is giving myself away in boarding school to someone. I mean, just go back to the past episode. And you're going to hear it. I talked about how I basically just gave like almost four years of myself to someone who honestly, did number one, didn't want me. And number two was kind of just... So how do I how do I even explain this, right? It was basically this guy who wasn't gay. And I thought in my mind of mine, like, yeah, you know what, just one day he's going to change. Just stick with it and let's see what happens. And anyway, giving myself away because I I think about it all the time that if I had the opportunity to go back to boarding school and rewrite myself, I probably would because 
everything I did at that instant, I know has kind of painted what people think about me now. And that's kind of something that haunts me a little bit, but I try to overlook it because when people contact me now, they just think I'm still that person who was trying to please that one guy who wasn't really about me like that. So that's, um, that's another thing. Something else I do regret is having feelings for someone at work. When people talk about the whole don't shit where you work thing, it sounds like bullshit until it's happening to you. And I never understood how inflicted I could be about this. So um, this was actually, this was my first job ever in the US. There was this one guy who ironically contacted me. He gave my number, he gave his number to someone to give to me. And I guess he figured out it couldn't work out, but I was still hung and I was like trying to see be seen by him. And I was trying to like, look different every day so he could notice me and sometimes he would but it was like it, it wouldn't work out. i had his number i went to his house like twice we never made out anything but that's just how i don't want to say hypnotized i was it was very embarrassing really still is to this day again that's another thing that i feel like has left an, a very very bad impression about me as well because i wonder what like people from that certain job think about me it's like i was just always doing something to fawn over this guy that's I don't even know what I'm saying to her, like, because it's very embarrassing. You know what I mean? Um, not saving money. I regret not saving money. So, when I look back on something I was thinking about the other day was, if I could scroll on my DoorDash or Uber Eats orders, basically, um, and see how much food I've ordered over the past two years. That's a lot of fucking money. And seven seven times out of ten, when I order these um, meals or snacks or whatever, I end up regretting them because, like, I could have just made this or I could have just not have had this and just cooked what was in the fridge, right? I mean, now it's too late to regret, but, however, I've been in... I mean, do you guys know the situation I've been in, which most times is always about my car, how I'm always stuck on the highway with no money or whatever, but it's like... If I had saved the money, saving period just is an amazing thing because, I mean, I recently started saving and I've been in a couple of funks when it's like, okay, this is why you save. So I think I do regret not saving enough and not starting to save enough as well. Save enough as well. Uh, Another one. This might hit a bit too close, but I think not talking to my mom enough. So before my mom past and it's not I, I try not to blame or fault myself well, I'm, that's not what I'm doing I'm not good tripping myself here but it's like I had this routine where it's like yeah I'll just I'll call her next week Sunday or I'll just speak to her next week I never sat in it now until it was too late and I I, I don't live with regret because we, we you know she didn't leave this earthly realm on a bad note with me that I know of However, I do feel kind of iffy about not, like, just speaking enough and kind of just... I mean, I've said it before. Who the fuck knows what happens when you leave Earth and you, like, die? No one knows. And sometimes I think about, like... I don't know if there's, like, this satisfaction of, like... So I think about it this way, right? I don't know if most people who are about to... Who know they're about to, you know, pass away. I don't know if they feel the satisfaction of, like, you know, I don't have to worry about these bitches anymore. Get me out of here. <laughs> I don't know if they think that, or I don't know if they have satisfaction because they're seeing something and it's like everything's gonna be okay. Or if like so I've always imagined 
that and I know thinking about my mom specifically um when I get like the, so I wasn't there when she passed away but when I hear the story I always imagine it's like I wonder if there's like some angel or someone who's like told them what's going to happen to the rest of their family before they pass away that gives them satisfaction well I wonder if we get that luxury at all you know what I mean because I mean things like that are not really written like books that I've come across anyway yet but um that's just something so I just always think yeah I wish I communicated enough even about how I was feeling because now I've realized that like I mean obviously it's too late but some feelings that I have now I feel like she'd have been the best person to pass them across to because she would have given me not like the best advice because I never really went to my mom for advice but just like the best insights and thoughts and everything but um yeah, I don't wanna, I don't want to talk too much about that, but um there's that as well. Shutting down when I'm depressed or when I'm feeling depressed. And it took my aunt pulling me out of the out of a funk two weeks ago to let me understand this. Because she explained it to me. It's like sometimes you might feel the worst. Okay, so maybe you're feeling shitty because of monetary value. So let's say Let's just imagine, um, I don't know, let's think of something. Let's just think of something a bit mundane. Okay, let's just take a... Just because I've been having car issues. Say you have car issues and you don't have the money. And you're like 50-50 sure that like people you're going to ask for money might not give it to you. My aunt had to explain to me that's like, yeah, sometimes maybe the people you're going to ask or tell your dilemma might not have the money. But you never know the solutions or the wisdom they could put in you. If not for this situation, for next time. So I would, I mean, the funk I was feeling as well, I wasn't talking to anyone. I shut down like I always do. And she had to call me like more than once. And I'm being dramatic, it was just twice. <laughs> she called me and she like, just spoke to me. And I felt a lot better. And I remember saying this in, ep- in an episode where it's like, I don't ever want to keep out of touch with my family because the kind of, the feeling of like a weight being lifted off your shoulder after speaking to your family about your problems or just speaking to them in general, even though they don't know your problems, is an amazing thing. Um, so I'm still trying to unlearn shutting down when I feel some kind of way and just speaking to anyone. It might not be family, just someone because this is going to sound fucking cliche, but a problem shared is a problem solved. You know what I mean? But, um, I think that's going to be like all the regrets for today. I mean, they kind of all, I kind of wanted them to all just coincide with today's episode because I, number one, this is a clusterfuck of an episode yet again. I was just spewing how I felt and I don't know if you guys really give a shit about that. But I kind of wanted to journal today and just talk about how I was feeling and just, I think, give myself some reassurance that I'll be fine. I, I don't believe that right now. Let's be honest. I don't believe that right now. I can't tell what I'm going to do after this episode. But I kind of just wanted to be like, tell myself it's okay and to just feel calm. You know what I mean? And just be like, relax. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. So that's how I was feeling. And I kind of just wanted to pass that across anyway and um, see what the, what the gig was, whatever the case might be. Um, I also saw The Woman King by Viola Davis, um, John Boyega, uh, a couple a couple more actors and that's a, that's an amazing movie that's a phenomenal movie so go see that movie if you have i'm gonna recommend that to you guys and it's october that means it's halloween if you say if you do that and it's 
Pride Month as well in Atlanta, and I'm trying to go for a party. So let me, okay, let me ask you guys for advice. You guys never reply. You guys never reply, but I beg you, if you listen this far, let me know what you think. But I really, 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 really want to go to this one club that I went with my friends to at the beginning of the year. It's an amazing club, like my kind of club, like blackout lights, half-naked people, EDM, everything. I really want to go. I could go alone. I could go alone. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Like, it's not even about having a great time, but I'm not sure how that would go. I'm not so sure that I'm going to meet someone to tag team with and just have a good time with. I'm not sure. But, like, I don't have enough... Or, like, oh, my friends are out of state, so, like, I don't know if I should just text, like, an old person, like, hey, do you want to go for a party? Or if I should go alone. Let me know what you guys think. Find me on Twitter, wherever the case may be, and just text me and tell me what you think. I beg of you, please. I kind of need, like, a second or third or fourth opinion to kind of see if I'm going to go. The party's, like, the end of the month, but um, I'm not sure if I want to go, if I want to um, stay home or the case may be so... There's that, but really, I'm um, I feel a lot better now just speaking it out, and I hope you guys are doing well. Um, you know, I hope everyone's years turning out to be, I guess, better. I really have no encouraging words. I think this is why I'm supposed to shut down <laughs> and bid farewell. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you might be listening to rate if you like this episode share if you think someone else should hear this episode whatever the case might be thank you so much for listening to 3d therapy i've been your host amidare bye bye